If you're a small based business owner, then you are already aware that the tax code is written for you and investors. But did you know that there are loopholes that your CPA is not notifying you about? My name is Carlton Dennis, and in today's video, I'm going to give you the number one loophole that any new business owner can implement to reduce their tax bill. It is up to you as a business owner to take control of your own finances, but this loophole right here is the easiest for you to implement. All it requires is for you to have a home in 14 days of your time. If you would like to reduce your tax bill before the end of the year, then you're gonna to wanna to tune into this video. I'm gonna give you the number one loophole for a business. Let's dive in. Now guys, I wouldn't be a great tax strategist if I didn't teach you the history behind this tax loophole. So follow me back to the 1970s. Back in the 1970s, in the city of Augusta, Georgia, many residents would rent out their homes to those who would attend the annual Masters Golf Tournament. You see, this annual Masters Golf Tournament was becoming so well known in Augusta, Georgia, that people from all around the United States would funnel into the city of Augusta. Many residents in Augusta, Georgia would open up their homes to these travelers, allowing for them to reside during this tournament. Well, one of the things that we have to look at is all of the income that these homeowners were taking on. If you're renting out your home, that's taxable income. And many taxpayers who had this situation come up were being penalized for renting out their homes. The government came in to help out the residents of Augusta, Georgia by implementing IRC Section 280A, which allows homeowners to rent out their home for up to 14 days per year without needing to report the rental income on their individual tax returns. This allowed for everyday taxpayers to take advantage of being able to lease out their home to travelers who wanted to use their residence. And now the tax code allows for business owners to be able to take the same advantage. And in today's video, we're going to go over how we can leverage the Augusta loophole strategy, the strategy that was originally created during this time period in the 70s over a master's golf tournament, but now a tax code that we can use as business owners to reduce our tax bill. Let's learn. Now I'm gonna jump right in. Section 280A is an additional benefit to business owners outside of taking the home office because it allows for you to rent your business to your home for 14 days without reporting any of the rental income and you get to take a tax deduction as a business owner for doing this. That means your business can write off business events and meetings as business expenses, and you can collect the income. And to make matters even better, this rental income is 100% tax-free. And I wanna make sure that we understand this deduction because who wouldn't want to be able to charge themselves for renting out their own home and receiving a tax deduction for it? Now, this may seem like some type of dishonest loophole or a way to get around the government, but it's not. Businesses need to have meetings board meetings, tax planning meetings, marketing meetings, advertising meetings. And the government understands that as a business owner, you need a place to meet. When you think about being a business owner, you can conduct meetings in almost any type of conference hall or hotel. What did most of these places have? Wi-Fi, TVs, chairs, desks. Don't you have some of these same items and equipment at your house? Rather than having to pay a hotel or having to pay a ballroom or a restaurant to rent out a space to conduct business meetings, you can utilize your own home to do the exact same things, saving you money and putting more money back into your pocket. This is where the IRS comes in to help you. Code section 280A, the 14 day rule to many individuals is the rule that allows for you to rent out your house 
back to your business. But in order for you to be able to claim the deduction, there are some special rules that we have to learn or we could get ourselves into a situation. The goal is for us to take these tax deductions in integrity with the law. But if we know exactly what the IRS is looking for, we can take these tax deductions year over year without fear. And that word right there is the one word that holds up a lot of taxpayers from taking deductions. I want you to be able to take code section 288A without fear. So let's go over the rules. Rule number one, we want to make sure that we're operating inside of our primary residence. One of the very important rules of code section 288A is that it states that we can only take this deduction on a primary residence, which means that if we're renting our business to our house, then the business has to be rented to a primary residence that we're listed on. If mom, dad, a sibling, or brother owns the house, it's going to be hard for us to take the tax deduction if we're not the ones that is paying for the rent. So we want to make sure that the house is in our name and that it's listed as a primary residence. All right, guys, rule number two, the 14 day rule. The 14 day rule is a rule we can't play around with because if we rent out our home for longer than 14 days, we have caused ourselves a taxable event. That means all of the rental income that we've charged to rent out our house to our business now becomes rental income that we have to pay taxes on. It's pretty much doing the complete opposite of what we were looking to do. Instead of giving ourselves a tax deduction, we've actually increased our tax. If you wanna become a savvy taxpayer, you will follow the rules. And this one's an easy one, 14 days or less. You can rent out your space for eight days, one day, or you can use the maximum amount 14 days to receive this tax deduction. But if we go over that limit, we will have a taxable event. So keep in mind, the 14 day rules is a hard stop. Any additional time outside of the 14 will be considered a taxable event. All right, guys, I'm gonna go over the last rule and then I'm gonna teach you guys actually how to take this tax deduction. It's one thing to understand the rules. It's another thing when someone just sets it up for you. So I'm gonna set up this strategy for you guys so you can walk into taking this tax deduction by the end of this video. But rule number three is, is that we have to take a reasonable amount in rent. If you're someone that's thinking about wanting to take the Augusta rule, it does not mean that you get to write off 100% of your mortgage just because you're paying a really nice mortgage amount. One of the reasons why this rule was created was to help out Augusta, Georgia residents from reporting income that was gonna be taxable to them for just having other people that wanted to watch a golf tournament show up to their house. The goal was for them really to help out these everyday taxpayers. Now, being the fact that the tax codes bleed over to help business owners, we can utilize this, this code section 288A. But one of the things that we have to understand is the government's not gonna let us charge whatever we want to charge for renting out our house to our business. They wanna make sure that we have a reasonable amount. When you're thinking about a reasonable amount, you need to do some homework. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about the homework that needs to be done in order to take code section 288A. So the next thing we're gonna do is we're gonna go over the five steps needed in order to implement this tax deduction. I want you to be able to walk away saying, I followed the steps in the event I get audited, I know I did everything right. I followed the steps in the event my CPA tells me I can't take this tax deduction, I know I did everything right, so I should still be able to take this tax deduction. You will walk away with the knowledge that the IRS has on this law so you know if you qualify and exactly how to take it in integrity. Let's dive in. All right guys, step number one is we need to find comparables. What do I mean by find comparables? Well, you're renting out your house and you need to find a space that is similar so you know what to charge yourself. When you're thinking about renting out your home to your house, the government wants to make sure that you're basing the price 
on a reasonable scale. A reasonable scale is gonna be different based on the area that you're living in, right? If you're living in Orange County, maybe shopping venues in Orange County is far more expensive than shopping venues in Nebraska. There are two different types of demographics and two different types of living environments that you're living in. If you're looking at different venues and you find out that all these venues cost around $1,000 to rent out the space for a day, it's safe to say that these are some comparable amounts that you were able to pull. I, as a taxpayer, would want to have documentation showing that I was able to pull comparable amounts, whether I made phone calls and I documented those prices or I was able to pull those prices offline. In the event I'm in an audit, I'm able to show the auditor that I pulled comparables to justify the fee that I was charging my business to rent out my business to my home. So step number one is find comparables in your area. This requires you to doing some shopping around online and making some phone calls to local venues. All right, guys, step number two is take your minutes. If you're a corporation, you already have to document your minutes in the year. As a business owner, you need to document the business meetings that you're having inside of your house. It doesn't mean that you have to have someone sitting in the meeting with you transcribing every single word that was said, but you do need to take it upon yourself that you're documenting the purpose of the meeting and what's being discussed. In the event of an IRS audit, I want to be able to know that you actually conducted meetings at your house. And it's easy as a taxpayer to show what was discussed if you documented it that day. So in order to protect yourself, we want to make sure that you're documenting the minutes that you're meeting in this house, as well as what is being discussed in order to validate the expense. Step number three create an invoice for your business. We got to get the tax deduction, right? Which means the tax deduction needs to show up on your books. The business needs to pay the expense, which means an invoice needs to be created. The invoice should specify all the charges and reflect the numbers indicated by your search for comparables. These invoices will come from you, the property owner renting out your qualified residence to be paid by your business, the entity renting out the home instead of a typical business meeting venue. The rental portion of your income will also be tax-free. So these invoices are important to save, not only as indicators of operating expenses for your business, but also as an indication of tax-free income for personal purposes. Though an invoice can technically be as informal as an email, I recommend using some sort of software that generates an invoice for you so it can be repeated 14 times and that it looks 100% legitimate in front of an IRS auditor. Step number three, let's pay the expense. Paying the expense allows for us to actually receive the deduction. So we want to pay the expense and the safest way to do so is writing a check. I prefer the check method because it's a paper trail to show the legitimacy of the transaction that we are taking on the tax return. And on the side of the business side, just like all of your other expenses, you will shoulder this expense in your business and receive a tax deduction from it against your adjusted gross income. So this is a way in which you can document the expense correctly and make sure that everything is being accounted for as a business owner. Last step is issuing a 1099 to yourself. Now, if you're an LLC owner, this will be a step that you'll take. If you're an S-Corp or C-Corporation owner, you might be on payroll so you don't have to issue a 1099 to yourself. Any business that solicits the service or goods of someone who is not on their payroll needs to issue a 1099 at the end of the year. So we just need to make sure that we're issuing a 1099 to ourselves, not to the business by the end of the year to make sure we've done every step to take this tax deduction correctly. All right, guys, we just covered the Augusta loophole, one of the biggest tax loopholes ever created by the government for small base business owners. We talked about how you can take it with integrity, with the tax law, without being in fear of the IRS. And we talked about what you needed to do to make sure that you documented everything correctly in case you ever get audited. But one thing I want you to understand is that this tax code may not have been taught to you by other CPAs and may not ever be taught to you by other CPAs. 
One thing you have to understand is not all CPAs and tax professionals are the same. There is truly a difference between a tax strategist, someone who just focuses on tax strategies, and someone who's doing tax compliance, your CPA that files tax returns every single day. As you elevate your knowledge level and you gain more in your financial wealth, you will start to adopt new tax accountants and new tax providers that can help you leverage the tax codes to the fullest extent. My name is Carlton Dennis. If you like this video today, love for you to like, comment, subscribe on it so I can continue to make more for you. And I'll see you guys on the next video.